Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It is so great to be with you today. In this episode, the Olympics are here. What an exciting time of year. It is so inspiring to see and hear the stories of these young people going for it, putting it all on the line. The hard work, the building of a team, the sacrifices, all to achieve a goal. Why do some athletes do better under pressure than others? And how can we use that lesson to be better in our own higher pressure moments? That's the focus of this episode. Excited to be here? I certainly am. Let's walk. walking, enjoying this gorgeous day, moving as we are able. If you're new to the last 8% morning, we walk. We integrate movement and mindfulness and mental training exercises so we can build the insight and skills to be better in our more difficult moments, our last 8% moments. So, Start by feeling your feet on the ground. See if you can let go of wherever you have come from. Whatever thinking was pervading your mind. Planning. And just arrive in the moment and feel your feet contacting the ground. And feel your hands and arms. Feel the physical sensations. As you know, if you're a longtime listener, physical sensations only exist in the present, unlike thoughts. And so part of what we're doing is being more present in the moment, feeling our feet on the ground and any physical sensations that arise from that. Feeling our belly rise and fall. Feeling our head and neck. Just tuning into whatever physical sensations are present. Mindfulness is paying attention on purpose non-judgmentally. So as we feel the physical sensations that are present, we're not trying to change anything. We're just trying to be non-judgmental towards them. And this builds that muscle of being able to be in ever more difficult situations without running, feeling uncomfortable, 
and just being at ease or at least able to handle that discomfort. So feel now your head to toe and whatever sensations are present. As you know, we use two barometers, the pleasant to unpleasant in our body. So just head to toe. Notice sensations that are pleasant to neutral to unpleasant on that scale. And now do the same thing for calm to not calm scale. So just head to toe. Do you feel some sensations that are calm or neutral or not calm? And again, all is okay. We're not trying to push away the not calm or unpleasant. We're just changing our relationship to them. And if our mind wanders, just notice that it's gone off to a story and just come back to feet on the ground, belly rising and falling. Looking around, standing tall, feeling grateful. It is so great to be with you today. Where is your mind? Feel your knees now and your ankles. What sensations are present? Just be curious. Feel the belly rise and fall. This breath is with us always. It is a refuge for us. And no matter what emotion you might be feeling or whatever thought or story has taken your mind away, in this moment we can just be present with physical sensations, and breathing and just being present. And now moving to our idea of the day. You face moments of pressure. Could be a new job or a big presentation or an important meeting with your boss or with a client. Or maybe it's a critical conversation you need to have with someone. Maybe you are at the Olympics competing and you want to do well. And you feel like there's a lot on the line. But you find that you sometimes struggle. You get overwhelmed with emotions and can't think straight or worry that you're going to make a mistake and not do well. 
and you want to do your best. So what to do? Well, first of all, we need to understand pressure and how it impacts us. So what is pressure? Well, pressure has three characteristics. And it all centers on outcome. So the three characteristics are the outcome is important to us. The outcome is uncertain. We don't know if we're going to win or lose or if it's going to go well or not. And number three, we are responsible for or feel judged on the outcome. So that's what a pressure situation is. And what impact does pressure have on us? Well, let me actually ask a different question. In your opinion, do some people rise to the occasion and do better under pressure? Statistically, they perform better under pressure. Well, from our book, Performing Under Pressure, I can tell you, in a survey we did, 68% of people believe, yeah, some people perform better under pressure. Statistically, they're better when the pressure's on. They, they have some, some magical characteristic or quality. And I'm here to tell you it's not true. Regardless of the task, pressure ruthlessly diminishes our judgment, our decision-making, our attention, our performance. It's just not true. Nobody performs better under pressure. In fact, this is the myth of pressure. And actually, just before I tell you that, let me tell you about story Michael Jordan everyone sits there and thinks oh Michael Jordan he performed better under pressure well actually no he didn't when you look at the data and I'm a bit of a data guy you see that in pressure situations shooting free throws which is a highly controlled act in basketball Michael Jordan when he's up a point down a point or tied in the last two minutes in playoff games Michael Jordan shoots worse in these situations than his season average or his playoffs, playoff average. Consistent with every basketball player in the history of the NBA, nobody performs better under pressure. Now, why am I telling you this? Well, it's important to understand this myth of pressure because so many of us walk around with this story, this belief really, that the only way we will be successful is if we are perfect. That we, you know, and this is especially true during an important moment like an Olympics or a big presentation. It's a higher level competition. So we think, wow, you know, boy, I've never been at this higher level competition. So I better perform better than I've ever performed before. It makes sense. And so in order to be successful, we tell ourselves we need to be perfect or we need to perform better than we've ever performed before. And by the way, we hear it in the media. We, you know, hear it over and over but the truth is that it is a myth and it's a damaging myth because if we believe the story of the need to be perfect then when we make the inevitable mistake which we will and we aren't ready for it when it happens we fall apart we think well i need to be perfect to succeed and i just made a mistake i was imperfect so i now i cannot succeed and we have this downward loop of a bit of shame and embarrassment, a loss of confidence. 
And friends, I'm here to tell you that what I'm talking about right now is the most important secret for athletes to internalize, for any of us to internalize. It is a secret weapon, really. You will not be perfect. You won't be. Every athlete or organization I've worked with, Olympians, NFL, NBA teams, Navy SEALs, NASA astronauts, it doesn't matter who, all make mistakes under pressure. It is the rule. It is the rule. And so once you know this insight and you accept it, that everything becomes easier. Because number one, you don't need to be perfect anymore, which takes the pressure off. But number two, you don't fight it so much. What do I mean by that? It means that you are ready for a mistake. And instead of punishing yourself, which we all do, you see it differently. You expect it. And then you might even set a goal for yourself that you will let go of the mistake faster than your competition, who, by the way, don't know this insight. And by the way, will make their own inevitable mistake because they're affected by pressure. And because of that, they will hold on to it longer than you. And they will be more affected by pressure than you. This is what Michael Jordan did. Again, he shot worse under pressure, but he let go of it sooner. He wanted the ball back quicker. Performing under pressure is not about how we are perfect in our execution. It's how we deal with that inevitable mistake when it happens because we're ready for it. And the takeaway is to be ready for it because when it happens, you'll just be a little easier on yourself. Honestly, I'm amazed at the number of athletes who still feel that beating themselves up is some kind of effective strategy that will help them perform better. It doesn't. They feel like the reprimand will somehow set them straight, will get them in line. It doesn't. It just does the opposite. And just knowing this, again, this little insight means we can play with a little bit more joy. We can play a little lighter. Phil Jackson, a pretty successful basketball coach, said, In basketball as in life, true joy comes from being fully present in each and every moment, not just when things are going your way. Of course, it's no accident that things are more likely to go your way when you stop worrying about whether you're going to win or lose and focus your full attention on what's happening right this moment. Stand tall, look around, feel grateful. Feel your body as you're walking. No matter where you are on your journey, walk towards pressure. Embrace it. Because this is really living. Some of the athletes that I've worked with in the past have told me, that in retrospect, they now realize these moments of pressure were moments when they were really living and they wish they knew this back when they competed as opposed to after the fact. They wish they enjoyed those moments more, not just because it's great to enjoy them more, which they absolutely feel, but because it would have actually helped them perform in a way that they would have wanted to. And guess what? Now you know. And now is the time to put this insight into action. 
Helen Keller said, life is either a daring adventure or nothing. Are you living a daring adventure? Are you ready to step in and not worry if you're going to be imperfect? Are you ready to step in and let go when things don't go exactly according to plan? Because it won't for you and for everyone else. And this is your secret weapon. So let's now go to our three by three. Three mindful breaths right down into the toes, calming this body. And now three things that you can feel grateful for. What comes easily to your mind without working very hard? Maybe that we have lungs that breathe, a heart that pumps, a body that moves. Boy, how fortunate are we. And now three things you want to do today. Three things you want to get done. What are the big rocks for you today? Fantastic. As always, if you're getting something out of this podcast, please share it. Please leave a review. Just a few words on Apple or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Our last 8% Academy digital course. It's a hybrid course, as you know. It's app-based micro-learning and social learning put together. It's fantastic. That course is now open to register. By the way, we're having a Facebook Live. Take a look in the show notes and you'll see about this upcoming Facebook Live. I'm going to interview Pete, who faced a last 8%, a high-pressure situation himself. And he tells us his story of what he did to manage it. And in this 30-minute kind of learning, you will learn real tools to deal with your last 8% more effectively. Very inspiring stuff. Join us. And again, look in the show notes and you'll get all the information that you need. But just as we finish... Feel this breath come right down into your toes. Stand tall, look around, feel grateful. Bring this energy and focus and momentum into the day and know that you can do anything. Eleanor Roosevelt said, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. The future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. Have a wonderful day.